checking connection. We hold these truths to be self-evident. That all men are created equal and endowed by their creator with certain alienable rights. We have a power. And we've raised a spoiled brat representative government that needs to be taken to the woodshed. Are you satisfied with the government that owns you? There are churches who refuse to allow us to use their facilities to teach. Unspoken or even sometimes spoken rule that religion and politics don't mix. You wouldn't dare speak out against the government or somehow resist. Christians have to be involved in politics. God commands it. Every turn of event through history hinged one person will stand up upon a single person and then everybody else will stand a gym member surrounded by a crowd of supporters was placed in handcuffs a tampa bay pastor has been arrested sentenced to a week in she jail she also and tore up a cease and desist letter we have a posterity waiting for us to say we will not comply so you will be free We have a chance to fight without bloodshed. But every time we comply, we establish a future where our children will not have that option. Why do we sit down when all should be standing? And why do we back down? Rise and shine, liberty-loving patriots. Welcome to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. Chris Ann Hall here, K-R-I-S-A-N-N-E-H-A-L-L.com, where we are liberty over security, principle over party, and truth over your favorite personality. Is that better? 
Welcome to the show, everybody. Glad to have you with us on this fine Monday evening. Say hello, JC. Hello, JC. Say more than hello, JC. Hello, JC. Let me ask you, JC, if I play a video, will they hear it? I. We just won't hear it. Can't, right. can't guarantee that. Can't guarantee that. All right, we'll figure it out. I, one I way didn't or the other. Uh, get the memo from the pre planning. <laughs> I forgot to show everybody their, uh, our, our comments up here. So let's look and see. We got Elkhart, Indiana in the house, uh, Franklin, Tennessee. Um, all the all the regulars are always in the chat room there. Plus, we've got a bunch of new people, JC, all the time. So happy to see you. Tacoma. And let's see. Oh, wild and wonderful West Virginia. What you doing over there, Sonny? <laughs> oh, look, JC, Nate's got a message for you. You want to read it to everybody? No, I don't. Thank you. <laughs> just posted it up there so everybody could see it all right so glad to see everybody here um oh i'm going down instead of up look at check out this message let me find it again just subscribed uh to the courses today are we doing something wrong am i doing something wrong no okay just subscribe to the courses today. Thank you, thank you. I'm going to try to make the McAllen, Texas event. That is going to be a really great event in McAllen, Texas. That's going to be a whole weekend of Liberty training. Uh, Lone, is that really a place? Lone, Washington? I definitely want to live in Lone, Washington. Yeah. Oh. Isender says, from Santa to Kojak in a week. <laughs> it's not totally shiny like Kojak. North Carolina, Western New York, Pennsylvania. What's Bucks County? Where's I'm Bucks not County? from Pennsylvania. I couldn't tell Sonny, you. Sonny, where's Bucks County, Pennsylvania? Somewhere in the middle. <laughs> Somewhere in the middle. <laughs> Somewhere in the middle. Sonny, Sonny's guess. guess. Sonny's expert of Pennsylvania can we, opinion. Uh, can we phone a friend? <laughs> can we phone a friend? Can we, can we uh, what is that? Call in a, a helper. What is that? No idea. No idea. We've gone off the rails Stop. within about 20 seconds of the show. <laughs> Next. Chrisanne hasn't had sleep in three weeks, so there you have it. Let's just try to just get on to the whole movement thing and see what we got going on here. Now, JC, I found this today, actually, right after we talked about it, okay? Nine young female employees of a New York court office all oppose C-19V. They organized and told their supervisor they will all walk out on the job if the C-19V is mandated. The office cannot run without them. Result, the office is not mandating. Great. See, this is, this is what, we, what we do with noncompliant. This is the whole concept of noncompliant. It, yes, it has to start with an individual engaging in 
peaceful non-compliance. But as that little hashtag says down there, united is when we win. When we unite together in peaceful non-compliance, then we are guaranteed a victory or well, absolutely, because as the rule of noncompliance goes... Or a boot on the neck, one or the other. Right. Well, either way, I think you still win. I mean, you've got a hundred years of history, a hundred years of study done by Harvard, of all people, mm -hmm. that proves that peaceful noncompliance is two times more successful than a violent revolution and only takes 3% of the population. In enacting lasting change. Enacting lasting change. See, that's what I, I've, I've always tried to teach people, JC, that, you know, we did a great thing with our revolution by kicking off Great Britain. But one of the greatest problems that we had was that, here's the thing, violent revolutions change who's in government. And in our case, they can actually change the form of government. But if we don't change the culture, it will not be long before the same people recreate the same government that they pushed off. Yeah. I mean, you've got stories of James Madison in 1792 rebuking the House of Representatives for trying to use the federal government to redistribute goods and services and wealth in 1792. So it's about the culture and that's, that's what we want to do. And JC's like, we need, we, this is one of the Hall family conversations that we had. We need people who will stand together. Yeah. You have to unite the, the kind of standing one-on-one -on -one and, you know, single, single individuals, not single. Uh, but just people resisting one one by one, and I mean, mostly everybody's complying, and and one person gets fired, or one person says something, and you know it it, it doesn't it, it doesn't have as much effect because everybody's still scared. So mm -hmm. we have we've got to band together and I mean raise a ruckus in groups, mm -hmm. or we're done. Mm -hmm. I mean that's to me it's the only thing that's going to make a difference in the pushback at this point. Not not individual noncompliance, but group noncompliance. I'm I'm embarrassed. I look at all the the people in what was it Sydney or whatever, 160,000 people in the streets in France and, now and too. Where where are where are Americans? Where right. are Americans? And so we we need to be making noise. We mm -hmm. you're talking basically we're looking at a second a second go around with this a second right. shutdown. So they came in. They locked everybody down. They shut everybody down, mask up, intimidating, intimidated people, you know, and we, for the most part, put up with it. I mean, mm -hmm. it seems to me people were resisting more then than they are now. And now we're facing a second one. I think if they, if they can go through a second round of this with little opposition, mm -hmm. yeah, then where are we? We're, we're done. So people... People need to stand up and together this is, this in is, groups. This is actually the, loudly. <laughs> this is actually the benefit of being a constitutional republic. Because you see, if you're a kingdom, 
the likelihood that you have to stand alone is higher than in the designed constitutional republic. In a constitutional republic, we're designed to move like entities. We're designed to move as communities. We're designed to move. Mac, go lay down. We are designed to, to move as a unity, right? Not as individuals standing up against the king. And that's really, really where our power is. Now, people, people got scared, intimidated because of the January 6th and follow on nonsense of that, of, of being targeted. Um, I read this NFL. I, I'm the opposite. You've got this NFL quarterback who's making this big stink about how he was refusing to comply with the C-19V. I like the way they put the mm -hmm. C-19V. And then he finally capitulated because if I don't, then we don't have team cohesion. Yeah. And if I don't, then I'll lose my job. Yeah. Excuse me. If you're a huge NFL quarterback and you don't have enough money to retire, you know, and you'd rather take an injection that you have no idea what's going to do to your to your body, to your future, to your family simply because you want team cohesion. How about having team cohesion standing up against it? How about you unite, unite all the people like you, like these young ladies? Apparently, we have nine young female employees in a courthouse that have more cojones than an NFL quarterback. Mm -hmm. So I'm just saying, you know, you don't seem to be much of a leader, Mr. NFL quarterback, if you can't unite the people on your team that believe like you to stand up. I mean, what the heck's a union for if it's not there to protect you to stand up for your rights, right? But then, you know, here I, I got this. Let me, let me read this to you. We got this story coming in about the, um, uh, about the uh, uh, Broadway, right? So on Broadway, you know, in New York, Broadway, if you're going to go see a performance in Broadway, you're going to have to not only have the C-19V, you're also going to have to be masked. Now, here's the thing. This is not because of the government. This is because uh, the Actors' Equity Association, which is the union which represents 52,000 actors and stage managers, said that it would require cast and crew members to be fully C-19V'd. Uh, and they also wanted to, they wanted to mandate that everyone in the audience have. So the unions are demanding that all the actors be C-19V'd but then also that everybody who comes in, right? So what are they going to do? This is my thought. They're just going to simply make themselves extinct professionally. They're going to destroy their own economic condition by, by establishing this stupidity, forcing things on, on other people. This is... You had mentioned something about the new shutdown, so I think maybe you might want to see this. This might be good news to you, JC. Um, Fauci, Fauci says that uh, the U.S. will not lock down mm -hmm. in spite of 
the surge, right? He says a sufficient percentage of Americans have now been vaccinated to avoid lockdowns, Vouchy said on ABC. Not enough to crush the outbreak, but I believe enough to not allow us to get into the situation we were in last winter. Here's the thing. He, he's had a surge in cases, quote, mostly among the unvaccinated. That's not true. That's not true. Mostly among the vaccinated, not unvaccinated. Yep. Absolutely. So even in, even in well, saying this, this, they out. just spew lies. Se- Seattle Times, most hit by outbreak were the vaccinated. Yeah, so who, who's lying? Seattle Times or Dr. Fauci? I mean, it, it's, it's crazy. This, this is the thing. And people, you're, you're just sort of, people randomly choose who they trust because of whatever they want to believe, mm-hmm. right? So n- nothing anymore is, okay, let's look at the numbers. What does the actual evidence say? And whether or not we like if it matches our particular opinion or outcome, the facts are the facts. The reality is the reality. So it's, it's just pure lies, absolute lies. Well, the CDC, and we're supposed to trust all this nonsense. The CDC issued an official report. We talked about it on the show just the other day. I think I even showed you what it was that you had this, what they designed, what they declared a super spreader event. And they found out that 74% of the people in this quote unquote super spreader event were vaccinated people. I, if, I swear to God. If, if you're still buying into this stuff at this point, you're freaking mental degenerate. Like you're just you're just <laughs> That's what Cheryl said. Hard to be- hard for me to believe so many are brainwashed. It's crazy. Silly. Like you're crippled too high for crutches. Just go lock yourself in your house and don't come back out. Yeah. It, it, just, how how can how can anyone in their right mind listen yeah. to any of these news programs and, and newspapers and media and experts and politicians how can anyone with half a brain cell even consider anything they say here's the thing though um vouchy vouchy i call him vouchy is a politician right now i have studied history i have studied kings Fauci's a weasel I have studied, well, yes, that too. I have studied the history of kings since the year 849. I see the same game plan in Fauci that I have seen with kings over the years. Now watch this. You you cannot deny, we showed this, uh, you showed me this the other day. Who was it, uh, a rap star that just stood up and- Busta Rhymes. Busta Rhymes, okay? Yeah. Maybe some old, some of the young people don't know who Busta Rhymes is. Yeah. Now he's kind of like an old school guy. Yeah, a little he? bit, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. So Busta Rhymes stood up and started. He started talking about. Yeah, he's blasting the nonsense. He's blasting the mandates. You know who? He said this is a God-given human. You know, God-given right to liberty. I'm going right. to tell you Buster whether Rhymes. you can breathe or not. How you can breathe or not. Yeah. He, you know, he says. You can't even you can't see people smile. You can't even you can't see what's going on. Right. You know, and screw your vid. Right. Exactly. Basically. So and that, and that's that's the thing that and that's what I told you. I, mm-hmm. This whole this whole business that we're seeing, the pandemic, lockdown, mask, whatever. I believe this was a reaction to them already losing control over people there you know you're making the, the, point the that plant the make. plantation foreman 
foremans had already lost control. So mm-hmm. this is a reaction. I, I believe their control system was already crumbling. They were losing people. Uh, and, and so they're trying to make people pay. They're trying to make people get back in submission, get back in your shackles. So I don't look for any of these people uh, to slow down voluntarily. I don't look for them to change course. And I already said the last show we talked about, you're headed to this really bifurcated society where they're trying to round up the herd that they want to exterminate and separate people vaccinated, unvaccinated, and just complete, utter propaganda. And the funny thing is, as we travel and just in casual conversations, seeing just normal people, everyday people, not even political activists, but you get the sense that most people don't, they don't believe it. They don't like it. They don't want it. But yet a majority of even those capitulate and go along because of how they turn the thumbscrews. You're going to lose your job. You're going to be shamed. You're going to be cut out of this area and that area, squeeze down the commerce. And so people, people are submitting and crumbling under the pressure, even though I would say most of them aren't even necessarily for it. But fear and cowardice has gripped this nation. And I'm telling you, if we, if we don't grow a pair and stand up together, and I mean make a noise and say enough is enough, then this second round, it, it's only the, I mean, I don't even know how to say it. It's only the beginning And I should say the beginning of the final nail in the coffin. This is going to be a confirmation to these people that, okay, we now have Americans fully in submission and now we can do everything we want. So if we, I'm telling you, this is, I'm not trying to be the prophet of doom, but I'm telling you, if we don't stand this go around, then they are going to go farther than you have ever imagined. You're going, if we do not stand and make a hell of a noise this time, I believe we are going to see things. We're going to see a nightmare scenario, things that, that most people have not even conceived that this government and, and its corporate extensions are going to be doing openly things that they have had to do in the dark. I believe they're going to ratchet this up and we are headed for a place that they, they feel like they will be able to do anything and everything that they had ever dreamed of. Yeah, I don't mean to be devil's advocate, but I don't think we're going to get there. Fauci is telling you we're not locking down. And this is what I was started to say about the kings. Fauci is like the king who has figured out that if he pushes, there will be a rebellion, right? Because you got Busta Rhymes standing up, you got all these people standing up, you've got Hollywood getting more people standing up, you have uh, more people standing up at home, in the businesses, you have so many businesses across America You see this huge cry all over America. We will not shut down. You have entire states that are defying at this time. 
And so Fauci is not saying we're not going to shut down because we won't need to shut down. He's saying we're not going to shut down because he realizes another shutdown will create a Fauci revolution. We have an economic revolution in America. And the key here with the people like Fauci and the kings like them is twofold. There are two things that are happening here with Fauci. Number one, he knows he's not ready to win on that level. So he doesn't want to push it to that level. So he is going to make it sound like, you know, we don't need to do this. We don't, we're not going to do this. It's my idea that we're not going to do this. When in reality, he knows he can't do it because the people will not, or at least he believes the people will not comply with such force that it will undermine their authority authority it will increase the success and the the mentality the sex of the the success of the mentality of non-compliance and number two they're not going to do it because he doesn't want to be dethroned right so you have to do it slowly and so we're not going to do it this time right so that you leave it out there for the next variant and you just slowly, slowly, slowly turn up the heat on, in, in the water, on the pot. So Fauci is saying there won't be a lockdown, not because the numbers are any different, because first off, the Delta variant doesn't even cause the deaths that they claimed the other, the other one to create. So the, remember, the numbers are on the rising cases, but this is not as quote unquote lethal as the first variant. And so they don't have the numbers to push it. They have a, a large number, or let me put it this way, a too large number of people that are willing to push back and not comply. So they're not going to lock us down because they don't want a rebellion and they want to maintain the credibility of their power so they can keep pushing the vaccination. So he's going to say, we're not going to lock down now because I don't feel like it's necessary. Not I don't want to lock down because I don't want the people to rebel against me. Because uh, if I push this further and people are awake, they'll notice that I'm an even bigger liar. We'll lose credibility. So we're not going to lock down right now because, you know, we don't need to. That way I look like the prophet. I, you know, I Fauci look like the prophet. I Fauci look like the good guy. And that's the way kings work. That's what he's doing. So they're not going to lock down. They're not going to lock down like that. He just told you they're not locking down. Can I translate this for the people? Sure. Let, me well, tell, let me tell you what Fauci is saying. Because what Fauci is saying is there will be no national lockdown enacted by the federal government. Right. Okay, that's what he's saying. Mm -hmm. Is he saying there won't be a lockdown? Uh, no, that's mm -hmm. not what he's saying because there will be a lockdown. What he's saying is there be, let's be very clear. There will not be a national lockdown from the federal government. Right. Because he knows this. Because the people the will lockdown, back. no, the lockdown will come through businesses. It will come through corporate America. Mm -hmm. Fauci is saying there won't be no national lockdown because he knows they don't need to do a national lockdown. They now have and we've been here for for quite some time they have on their side as an extension 
of the federal government, these massive global corporations and all of the little businesses that will follow their lead. So there is there really we're really at the place where there is very little that the government has to do anymore because Google will do it for them. Facebook will do it for them. Twitter will do it for them. AT&T will do it for them. Verizon will do it for them. We could go on and on and on. It will be corporate America who is in bed with the Marxist, who is in bed with the radicals, who share the same CRT leftist twisted mindset, who literally could care less if the federal government dug a big giant hole and shot all conservatives and pushed them in the hole and set it on fire. So they will conduct the lockdown on the behalf of the federal government. And this is, folks, where you are. This is why people will be are trying to be fired in droves around the nation. And if you don't do like what Chris Ann shared in this post with this, le this lady's banding together and saying we will not comply. If you don't stand up to these global corporations and make a noise, then the federal government will in the next few years be very happy to sit on the sidelines and, and people like Fauci pretend to be the good guy that we're not going to oppress you, we're not going to do those bad things because corporations will do it for them. And this is how they skirt constitutional protections because, oh, well, those are private businesses and they have private business rights and could do whatever they want. And that's true. But that's how they've been leveraged by the federal government to take over this nation and to ultimately what's coming down the road well, to ultimately commit a mass genocide against people with whom they have political disagreement. This one, is what's one, happening. This is what's going to happen if people do not in unison stand up. One correction I would offer is that it's not the federal government forcing these businesses to do anything. They're not this forcing is, them. Okay. They share the exact same ideology. Okay, so, they will do it voluntarily. Yeah, they won't do it. It's the other way around. It's the corporations that are controlling. Fauci is Correct. not controlled by the government. No. Fauci is controlled by the corporation. So That's it's not, my point. It's not a government down. It's a corporation up. But exactly. my point is there will not be a federal lockdown like there was not. before because it's not necessary and it's contrary to the people. So the people are not going to tolerate the the people are not going to tolerate this they tolerate what if comes, they don't okay they they tolerate what comes from the business but they're not going to tolerate what comes from the government which proves which, my point which is why i'm trying to explain that it's not coming from the federal government because the king knows the rebellion is afoot but the rebellion will not will only occur against the king so the king steps back and looks like the good guy and so that's the point that i was making because that's how kings work exactly if you look at if so you look exactly if you right. if you look at our american revolution what you see is all the way up to let me see if i can figure out the year all the way up to 1774, 
when George signs into law the, the Boston Port Act, okay? So you have, you have the pushback of our founders from the overreaching government that occurs, uh, that begins about 1722. And so from 1722 to 1774, the American colonists actually believe that the bad guys are parliament and the king is on their side. And the king is able to do this because of the, the fact that he's able to allow the, corp, the, the East India Trading Company, all the corporations do this through the Navigation Act. He allows parliament to be the bad guy and the king steps back. And when the people start rebelling, watch this now, when the Sons of Liberty start pushing forward, right, the king steps in and repeals the Stamp Act and repeals the Quartering Act and repeals all this stuff like Fauci. Oh no, the federal government's not going to have a lockdown. We're going to take back the lockdown. But in reality, then it's parliament that comes. It's the corporations through parliament that comes. And the people are in New York having a party celebrating the king because the king has repealed the the king has repealed the restrictions that were placed on them by someone else correct and that's what that's, that's we the are. psychology mm -hmm. of what's happening that's the fauci psychology yeah we're the only ones that don't know our history yeah they they play it against us like yeah. it's like they know every point of it yeah. so you see the same bag of tricks over and over it's again it's the same thing and so that's it, it, people people have to wake up to what's going on. Mm -hmm. And so don't be fooled because of this little, because the garden gnome comes out and says, oh, there'll be no lockdown because the government's not doing it. No, there'll be a lockdown. It'll be a lockdown by the business. It's already a lockdown. You got, as soon as the Department of Justice came out and said, no, no, it's okay if we, you know, we, we tell people that you don't have a right uh, to not get stuck. And as soon as they said that, you got businesses and government office, government, all the government, offices and businesses all over this country. Oh, you got to get a vaccine or you can't work here. And, and then people, people are folding, absolutely folding. Somebody, see, somebody better see, here's the thing. I've already come to grips with, uh, cause people are scared. People are scared to lose their job. I'm a, you know, I got to pay my mortgage. I gotta, I gotta buy food, you know, on and on and on. I'm, let me say this. Sorry, I got a We the People curl that comes right off the top of my head, and it's the same color as my hair. So it looks like I have this alfalfa thing going on. Sorry. I want to, and I don't, I don't believe, first off, I operate by faith. Okay, so I believe we're, we are victorious, and I believe we have the power to be victorious and, and stand if people will do it. But I, I, I'm also like, the three Hebrew boys standing before the furnace, right? God can deliver me, and if, you don't, and if he doesn't want you to throw me in the fire, then I won't go in the fire. But know this, O king, even if we burn, we still won't bow. So here's the thing. People talk about lose, scared to lose their job and this and that. I am 100% willing to be homeless under a bridge out in the woods 
whatever, trying to scrounge for food, picking mushrooms in the forest. This is the thing. I don't understand where we are. People complaining, screaming, moaning about all of this stuff. And and at, uh, at the moment, at the moment, NFL football at the moment that they say, well, you could lose your, do this or you lose your job. And, oh, my God, I could lose my job. I may Listen, have to do something you gotta, besides throw a football yeah, for a living. Well, regardless of football, I mean, we, you, we, can, we can throw that at the football player and they make millions and do that, whatever. But it's nurses, it's people at the grocery store, carpenters, Home Depot, Lowe's, what, you could name it. It's not just, we, oh, it's just privileged football players, these rich, and what are they whining about? It could be anybody. I don't care if you got any savings or what. I don't care if I have one single cent in the bank. If this is wrong and I, I'm saying I'm not going along, I don't, okay, fire me then. Do whatever you have to do. I will walk freaking naked and starving in the street before I commit to this. I don't understand where is the courage of America for Americans. I mean, there ought to be hundreds of thousands of people stand up and look that boss in the face. Oh, you going to fire me? Fine, fire me. So what? Fire me. I still am not taking this vaccine. I'm still not bowing to you. If my family has to live on the street and starve to death under an oak tree, I will die a free man rather than live as a slave. People need to freaking grow a backbone or we are going to lose this country. The thing is, is that we've we've already made that decision. We've already made that decision. JC and I made that decision 11 years ago. And maybe it's just something that is, I don't want to say simpler for us, or maybe not as difficult because we made that decision 11 years ago. 11 years ago, I was working as a prosecutor for the state of Florida. 11 years ago, I was given the ultimatum. You stop teaching the Constitution or you lose your job, right? So what's, what's, um, what's crazy, and I don't, I'm not trying to puff us up or anything. What I'm saying is... No, it's is, not about that. Uh, it's, what I'm saying is, is that it wasn't even about being stuck with a vaccination. Right. It wasn't even about wearing a mask. It was... You can't teach the Constitution the way you want to teach the Constitution on your own time, on your own dime. This was not even about that. It was not, it was not take this vaccination or lose your job. It was, you know, stop doing what you like to do on your own time right. or lose your job. And 11 years ago, we, we, we made the step and I, and I really don't, I'm, I'm trying to, to, to convey this in such a way, and I don't want it to sound like I'm putting down freedom of speech, but we took that step 11 years ago when it was just freedom of speech. Right. I mean, I, I don't even know how to put that. When it was just a matter. It was like, you got to eat this bowl of soup, the king says, or... You have to quit your job. 
king, I can't eat your soup. That's not what God gave me to eat. I can't eat your soup. You'd be like, it's just soup. Just eat it. You know, it's just, it's not, you're not even getting paid, Chris Ann, to teach the Constitution. No, you're not even like doing it for a living. It's just something you're doing for like an hour and a half every other weekend. It's not a big deal. Why don't you just stop teaching the Constitution an hour and a half every other weekend? You're talking about a career, Chris Ann. You're talking about a salary that's 60, you know, 60,000 plus dollars a year, Chris Ann. It's just in an hour and a half every other weekend. Why don't you just stop teaching an hour and a half every other weekend and then your family will have an income and you'll be able to pay your mortgage and you'll be able to keep your job. Oh, here's one. Chrisanne, can you imagine how much good you can accomplish as a prosecutor helping people and, you know, the lives you can impact? It's just an hour and a half every other weekend. And 11 years ago, we said it's not just an hour and a half the other weekend. It is our God-given right to speak as we choose no matter what it is, when it is, or where it is. And I was told, you can teach. No, here's the whole story. My boss sent me an email and said that if you teach that the Constitution demands limited government, you are committing an ethics violation because you work for the government. Did I say that right? I didn't want to get it backwards. And then he said... I forbid you to associate with the people you associate with when you leave work. So we got freedom of speech, freedom of press, the right to peaceably assemble. My government, and I was a, can I just say this, JC? I was a government employee. How many people do we know? Well, I work for the government, right? I was a government employee. Mm being told by an elected official that what you do an hour and a half every other weekend, you have to stop doing it or you can't work for me. You well, got to quit. And, and, and so we the stakes him. were similar. L- lose your job, which is exactly, we said, okay. And walked away from the I, job. And I it wasn't not, just that. Jo- well, not walk away, but walk you forced, away. you forced him to fire you, yes, which is what people should what be doing now. I yeah. said, I'm, I'm not going to stop what I'm doing. Yeah. He says, you, okay, you then you him. have to quit. He says, I'm not, I told him, I'm not quitting. You didn't give me this right. I'm not handing it to you for a paycheck. He said, fine, then you're fired. Yeah. Make them fire you. You've got to That's what we make need people them to say. fire you. No, just say, no, I'm not doing it. But 11 years ago, when it wasn't even about getting jabbed in my arm, it wasn't right. even about the health for the rest of my life. Right. And it was about a simple issue. Can I meet with the people that I want to meet with after work? Can I say the things that I want to say after work? An hour and a half every other weekend. And I think the stakes are even higher now in the sense of, you know, for us then it was loss of a job. And in fact, it was very difficult then because of the nature of who that person is and the arena and all that. It was difficult for you to work anywhere at that time. To get a job anywhere at that time. I practically unemployable. I challenged. I was unemployable. I challenged. I stuck my finger in the face of the most powerful man in seven counties. Right. Seven counties. I was completely unemployable 
for seven counties. JC, you remember, because I hired an attorney. I wasn't going to represent myself. I hired an attorney to help me deal with this. We had, we had circuit court judges. Are you catching this, guys? Circuit court judges calling my lawyer, saying to my lawyer, we just want you to, we just want Chrisanne to know that we support what she's doing. We believe she's right. We're standing with her. Can you please pass this on message on to her? But we can't let anybody know who we are. We can't take this stand publicly. Mm-hmm. Right. She has circuit court judges saying, we support you, but don't let us be known. Right. You know, this really, fu- this, this came to me the other day because I, I want you to understand that you out there to understand that I understand your plight. I feel for you. When I, I worked as a prosecutor for the state of Florida for a decade. It was the only job I had straight out of law school. I did that job while I was in law school. Some of these people, tell me, tell me if I'm lying, JC. Some of these people I felt were like family to me. Mm-hmm. Like family that I worked with. And when I stood up against my boss, how many of them stood up with us? None of them. Not publicly. Not publicly. Not a single one of them. I became like a leper in, in, my, in my workplace. You know what? I take that back. There was one man who stood up with me, and he was a defense attorney, not a prosecutor. Gordon Summers, and I'll just say his name out loud, Gordon Summers, I'm going to get choked up, was the only man that stood with me and, and publicly stood with me and condemned what was happening. That we're aware of. Now, the lieutenant governor of the state stood with me. Right. The lieutenant governor, but the governor would not. Charlie Crist at the time. Lieutenant Governor stood with me, but um, Jeff Cotcamp. Jo- Jeff Cotcamp was Lieutenant Governor who mm-hmm. stood with me. The Lieutenant Governor Jeff Cotcamp. Jeff Cotcamp actually wrote a public letter of condemnation of what my boss was doing. Mm-hmm. Right. So, I. I thought standing up, you know. I, I will tell you what hurt me most of all was the fact that none of them stood with me. That none of them stood with me. Well, but you know what? That didn't change what we were doing because we weren't doing it for them. We were right. doing it for Colton. But we were doing it also because we knew we were going to have to stand before God one day and answer for the choices that we make. And we decided that we were either going to live out our faith that God is our provider and God is our protector, or we were going to live hypocrites and run around in fear, losing a paycheck and not trust God. And that was the bottom line of it. So I'm just saying, I am, I am sympathetic to your infirmities. But having already lived it, I want to be... You know, we can be an example that you can survive this. But not only that, JC, we're not just simply surviving. Our God is flourishing us. You know what my boss meant for evil? Look what God has done and turned it around for good. Yeah. And so I just, I, I, I don't want people to look at us and say, oh, well, they're just a bunch of talking heads. Oh, sure, they can say that's safe behind their microphones and their cameras. Okay. No. 
we lived it. So I'm telling you, by living example, you don't have to put up with this crap. And we stood, Mac, go lay down, son. We stood when nobody else was standing. This is 2010. Who who was doing, who knew any, uh, can I just say this? I don't want to pop any bubbles. Donald Trump was not around in 2010. So you can do it, and you don't need Donald Trump to do it for you. We just need some courage. People need boldness. And I, and I understand, there, and there are people standing that have stood up and people being put through the ringer. I mean, you, I, I weep for <laughs> these people being terrorized over trespassing in D.C. and, you know, whatever other Our representatives. nonsensical yeah. oh, yeah. In, on- charges that are laid against the so-called insurrectionists. Can I put something up here really quick? This but, is, but you know, let me say this before okay. I move from those. That in the very least, I mean, those people, uh, why not stand for that? You know, I mean, we should be standing. Look at look at what those many of those folks, and you could say, well, it wasn't smart to do what they did. Okay, that may be so, but at best, they trespassed. Mm-hmm. Some of them vandalized. Uh, none of what any of those people, or very few of them, uh, deserve what's being what's going on right now. And so we're not having to face that, not yet. And and then we can't stand. I mean, come on, stand at the very least in light of what those people are having yeah. to go through, what they're putting up with for trying to stand the best way they knew how. I'm just telling you, I'm going to say this and I'm going to try to calm down and be quiet. We have to, I fully feel we have to stand now. I I feel like this is, this may be our last stand if we don't get this right. If we capitulate and people, and, and let me say very clearly, people have to get to the place where they're willing to be fired. You have to make up your mind that I'm willing to be fired. Everybody is trying to escape the consequences and the hardness of standing. Mm-hmm. I mean, we get the contacts all day long. Uh, you know, uh, I'm being threatened, fired to do this. I, I want to get the emails of, hey, my boss said they would fire me if I didn't do this. So I said, okay, you have to fire me. That's, right. that's what I want to hear. That's right. what we need to do. If, if we can't get to that place, because the, I believe this is the desperate, this is where we are. People talk about the state of the country and what we're facing. Mm-hmm. I, I just, I don't get it. I don't, it's like, I don't want to believe what these people are saying, that they mean what they say. Because if it was as bad as you are saying it is, then being fired would be a small thing to face considering what we're saying is coming. We either believe it or we don't. So until people in mass are willing to lose their jobs, then I I don't think we're going to make it. But I I do think we're going to make it. I'm trusting. I mean, here's the thing. If it if people they if they don't stand up and it gets as bad as it gets, I I'm I'm confident I'll I'll be fine. Mm-hmm. 
-hmm. I belong to Jesus. I'm secured in Christ and the mm -hmm. church. God's going to take care of his church. But if you're not there, I don't know what to tell you. But I'm telling you, I believe we have a chance to stand up for our country and to save some semblance of a future for our children and grandchildren. But if we do not do it now, I believe the door is closing. Well, and what's interesting is that we actually, we have the opportunity to, to be successful, right? You absolutely have an opportunity to be successful, but you have to realize it's unity that actually gives us our strength. Thomas Paine actually said that. It's not in numbers that we gather our strength, but in unity. And the interesting thing is, is that the, and, and I think you said this the other day, um, the Democrats in the unions have been doing this a long time. Massive walkout. We're going to go on strike, right? You know, I was raised in a union family, and so it was, you meet our terms, or we're going on strike. Everybody walks out together. And then the business shuts down because there's nobody to work. Why can't we have yeah, the left is a great business at like these, these nine young ladies who says, you do things the way we want to do them, or we're walking out. And so at this point, like Nate says, you won't have, you have nothing else to lose. You already have nothing else to lose. You're already going to lose your job unless you go ahead and do this. Then, then you've really, you know, you've made it clear that this is, this is who you are. So it really requires people standing in unity and simply saying, I want to see all these doctors. You know how many nurses, healthcare providers, doctors contact me on a daily basis? The hospital is going to make me do this. What they need to do is they need to get together because they're all, I get like 20, I have like 20 people from the same hospital facility. I don't know if they don't know they're contacting me all at the same time, but they need to network together and say, fine, we're going to walk out. You, We're actually you, going to walk out. You know, when you think back to the depression and those kind of things, people losing their job involuntarily, you know, because of economy or what have you. Yeah, people living in tent cities and, you know, the hobos and, and mm -hmm. just all, all this sort of stuff. So people have lived that way before. I'm telling you, I'm, I'm willing to live in some transient camp but I'm not going to bow to this. Mm -hmm. I'm just not. I want to share something with you because things that there are two things that really set me off. My number one pet peeve is lying. My number two pet peeve is, is hypocrisy, which is probably a form of lying, right? So look at this. Joe Biden's statement on July 22nd about the continuing crackdown on Cuba. Okay. I unequivocally condemn the mass detentions and sham trials that are being unjustly sent that are unjustly sentencing to prison those who dared to speak out in an effort to intimidate and threaten the Cuban people into silence. Excuse me, isn't that exactly what's happening to the people on January 6th? Exactly right. They are being indefinitely detained for a misdemeanor crime of trespass. We have this sham Tr false trial looking thing happening in Congress where Nancy Pelosi is picking the investigators, the jury to be 
uh, all of one mind and one accord that is going to determine in the court of public opinion that these people will have to be guilty. They're already guilty until proven innocent. How in the world this is lying? This is this is hypocrisy in the highest. The Cuban people have the same right to freedom of expression and peaceful assembly as all the people. Which all the people? Not the people that are in Washington, D.C. Yeah, except Americans. Except Americans who can be indefinitely detained, who can be thrown through sham trials. Man, Lord have mercy, this stuff makes me mad. I don't... Hypocrites. I don't even understand how anybody could have any semblance of respect for this kind of government no nope i it's just it's just absolutely absolutely amazing to me absolutely fundamentally amazing so good news uh it's not Please. over good news we're already one good news i've studied let's see uh, 1,200 years of history, and every time people have stood up over 1,200 years of history uh, for liberty, in the name of liberty, they won. So, so let's do it again. we just have to stand up. Let's That's it all it takes. Now, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to show you. This is, this, is, um, this is Pastor Broden in Dallas, Texas, who played our non-compliant movie, uh, as a as a matter of uh, from the pulpit on Sunday, by the way, from the pulpit on Sunday. So I wanted to share this with you. I'm gonna make sure that I share the sound so that you can hear it. Um, it's up all the way, and then I'm just gonna play it for you so you can see Pastor Brody. Is here at the Fair Park Bible Fellowship. We're glad that you could join us. Uh, as we worship the Lord, lift up his name, and listen carefully what he's saying to us at these very difficult hours that we're living in. God has a word, and we need to listen and to hear what he is saying. Never allow what we see to determine what we do. We do what we do based upon who we know, and we know God, and we know him through Christ. Uh, good morning again to all of you. Uh, let's open with a word of prayer. Father, we thank so I'm just going to pause there for a second, and then I'm going to take you to Pastor. Who is going to start? I just wanted just to show you. Here we are. Um, Pastor is playing non-compliant. She served in the U.S. Army as a military intelligence technological linguist. Non-compliant movie to his congregation. Amen. And that's what we need. We need this. If you go to noncompliantmovie.com and you see the reviews uh, that we have on noncompliantmovie.com, it's it is 
it should become abundantly clear to you that this is something that you can't afford to miss. We are at 1,200, 1,237 five-star reviews. Look at this. Informative, engaging, goosebumps ending, outstanding, truly outstanding. Everyone needs to see this. Uh, I, I mean, it's, look at this. This is, and it's not just simply because it's our movie, but we believed in this. We knew what kind of effect this had on us. We knew what kind of effect this information would have on others. And so we want you uh, to share noncompliantmovie.com and learn how to do what we need to do. Unquestionably and without, unquestion, absolutely and without question, the most important movie of our time. Awesome. So hey, that good, is noncompliantmovie.com. Good to, good to meet you in person, Parker, there in Missouri. Yes, good, good Parker, too, thank you. Is he in the chat room today? Yes, appreciate you, man. Oh, great. Thank you so much. I thought I missed something. Yeah, here's Nate. I thought I missed one. I hope I didn't miss anybody's super chat out there while we are doing this. So thank you so much for your, your support of what we do. Your support makes it possible. And I cannot tell you that more uh, with heart and, and surety. Your support makes us possible. So the best way you can support us is to go to libertyfirstuniversity.com and sign up for our classes. Become a member at libertyfirstuniversity.com, libertyfirstuniversity.com. Support us. Obviously, your super chats, everything that you send us goes back into what we're doing here. Hey, guys, did you like the show today? Did you like the show, JC? Sure. Sure? You, you got to be a little bit more convincing than that. Woohoo. If you like the show, make sure you give us a thumbs up and you share the show. You are the star, so, I mean, I always I don't think I'm I the always, star of my show, JC. I always love it when you're, when you're on. I'm not the star of my show. If you watch the chat room, it's not me, JC. It's you. No. You no, are. It's... This should be the JC and Chris Ann Hall show because no, people I'll, are always like, I'll, yeah, JC, this is your if, show. This I'll is great show. You're quit the Rantopia. if it becomes JC's It is show. JC's show. So if you like it, give us a thumbs up, share it, and make sure other people that you know see it. And don't forget, non-compliant movie dot com and we will see you standing next time